Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullock Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Jenny Neb, Generous. Generous. What's going on, Jenny? Um, well, I I have to admit to everybody, I had a colonoscopy yesterday. Oh. Just jump right into it. Don't be shy. Yes, I'm you know I'm never shy. So you guys, I have to say, the anesthesiologist is my favorite doctor. Or my favorite person in the whole world. The anesthesiologist. Every, yes, every woman should date an anesthesiologist because we can talk about what a great date we've had, but they can't say anything about it because we're protected by HIPAA, right? I don't know where this. You thought about this for a while before you came in and bombed this shit on me, didn't I thought, you? I thought about it yesterday under anesthesia. So there's that colonoscopy done. Good go. This makes me a little worried because we have a <laughs> we have a guest today who I consider one of my mouthy friends. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yolanda Zink, <laughs> welcome back to the Bullhucker. I think I'm offended by that. You shouldn't be. Fuck you. Mouthy. You be. Mouthy. You are mouthy. Mouthy. I thought you were saying you're not you were offended by me. Ah, don't, ever, don't ever be offended by being called mouthy. We're no, no, no. <laughs> Yolanda was on the podcast around, I don't know, it was 100 episodes ago. Yeah, it was July of two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was to the date. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she signed the wall. She yet? has signed the wall. Her and her and Tyler snuck down here and signed the wall. They went on like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible shit down here. Dun nice. dun 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 dun. <laughs> you know? Something like that. Yeah. You, I love the wall. Yeah, and you guys just met. Yes. You know when you meet someone for the first time, you tend to uh, think about the first thing that reminds them of you and forever now. When someone says Jen Neb, Yolanda's like the ass girl, the one that the, the fucking the colonoscopy girl, right? Yolanda, that's how you know her, right? <laughs> I had an upper and lower decker. They did. I had an endoscopy and colonoscopy. Dude, I, uh, propofol. That shit's amazing. Oh, the so, fuck is propofol? If I could date an anesthesia, a fiery Latino anesthesiologist with no kids and a dead mother, that's my ideal man, <laughs> right there. You right know, there. you need to take a picture, the package first. You know, what kind of scopes he using first? But I don't yeah. care as long as the mother's dead. <laughs> yeah, on the Latino, for yes, sure, for yes. sure, for Almost. sure. Thank you, that's all good. You are absolutely <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, thank I you. on your shirt. Thank you. Oh, it's so, old school. So there's a band out of Denver that's called Blink 90210. And there are people, <laughs> there are men in their 40s and 50s. That's awesome. That dress in tube socks and cut off denim shorts. And they sing cover songs of 90s songs that make them punk rock. I'm going to have to look and that up. And it's super cool. Blink 90210. Yeah. You know, the funny part about these shirts now are all the kids now, it's like they're a new thing to wear, like the old 80s rocker shirts. Yeah. Right. Like a little kid busting around with the Prince. I'm like, right. name a song. Name uh, a, not one after the movie. And uh, I don't even know if you know there's a movie. You say Purple Rain, I'll punch you in the mouth. Exactly. Name another song. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, was, I was with Pepsi, though. There was a girl from Safeway, and uh, God bless her. She's great people. But she was going to see Guns N' Roses, which is my all-time, well, my second favorite band, but Appetite for Destruction is my favorite album That's ever. That's your second favorite band? Yes. So she's like, I'm going to see Guns N' Roses, and I'm stalking you. At Pepsi, I was, an, I was an asshole, right? Yolanda never happy. It didn't take much to piss me off in a Pepsi uniform. Anyway. I mean, there was that one time with the, the wall of beer, but yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was telling me about this Guns N' Roses, and I got so mad at her, and that's exactly what I did. I was like, name me three songs from Guns N' Roses. It's not Sweet Child of Mine. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle or Paradise City or and No November Rain. Dude, she would have probably been like, Cheryl Crow redid it so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw a puncher. Me too. I'll throw a puncher. <laughs> and I, you know what? And I'm like, you know what? You should stock this damn Pepsi. And I should, because I'll sing on to every word, you know. But mm-hmm. um, I have a friend who his daughter has been just raiding his old his old concert t-shirts, you know. And he's like, why are you wearing it? You know, do you even know who Jackal is? You know. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to do that with my dad's t-shirt collection because he has all the Sturgis shirts from Ooh. like the OG, like original days of Sturgis. And I'm like, so where are you at on that senility spectrum? <laughs> like, you remember all of them yet? Because I mean, <laughs> well, make a quilt out of them. Yeah. He, well, he's got enough. We could probably make 50 quilts out of them. I mean, That's everything. Awesome. So I'm just waiting on it. Nice. <laughs> Before you go any further, do I do want to say? Uh, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast, and we are at the Bullhucker Studio here in the uh, Brush Emporium. Once again, got a few new things hanging up now. We're starting to build to it, though. You're going to bring you some artwork, you said, Jen? Yes, I will bring you a piece of artwork from one of my friends, uh, Raquel Smith. Her husband was born and raised here, okay. and she has a company where she does Dutch pour and has some beautiful artwork. Yep, so we'll put oh, that up, sweet. and yeah, it'll be a good time. I'll just bring you one piece, because we love to honor Missy. Yeah, yeah, that bottom one's Missy to the green. Yeah. Green girl. Um, anywho, uh, here's the Brush Emporium. Uh, thank them so much. If you haven't been to the Brush Emporium, please make sure you check them out. Come by. Uh, great pizza, great wings, great funnel cakes, ice cream, and uh, frozen frozen yogurt. Well, and some of the coolest stuff. If you guys want to buy a gift that's not from Walmart, this is the place to come. There's some cool stuff up there. Homemade yeah. and local is what it is. So that's very Beautiful cool. Beautiful stuff. And they've informed me, though, starting today, well, in early... Well, late August, uh, they're going to start pizza delivery oh, here in Brush, Colorado. So football season's coming up, man. You want to get that pizza you've been drinking since the first game? <laughs> Call the Brush Emporium, man. They'll come down and deliver your pizza. So, uh, and I mean, they're great people here. So I hope you come support them and small, support small business. So having said that, uh, welcome to the Blocker Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is we bring on a guest. We are bringing back Yolanda Zink. What's up, yo? What up? What up? <laughs> Yolanda's going to tell us three stories about her life. Now, here's a kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's either made up, halfway made up, or it's a borrowed story. Now, Yolanda, without going into great detail, which one is the, oh, what, what, what is your bullhawker? Did you make it up all the way? Is it embellished or is it a borrowed story? It is, we'll go with embellished. Embellished. Okay, so half true, half not. Those, that's the most popular way. Yes, Jen? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and easier. Could you imagine just trying to fabricate, just pulling out of your ass? Woo! I'm going to try. I'm, I'm a Latina. Try. It's not that hard. Latina. <laughs> I got to tell you. Uh, like I can fool your ass. For, it's not that hard. For probably two or three months after Yolanda's on, every woman that watches this podcast had to pull me aside and be like, I like that yo. And I'm like, nobody else does. Just you. Just so you know. <laughs> You're alone. I got, I got jealous of the fucking attention. I was like, yo, fuck Yolanda Zig. I don't know. I didn't like her. I like Tyler better. <laughs> but everybody it's was okay. like, it's okay. I loved yo. That's why I call her my mouthy friend. This is uh, this is my friend I used to rap with all the time at work. You know what I mean? She always made me laugh. Okay, now are we going all the way back to Wendy's? No, this is, uh, she worked at Walmart. Yeah. And okay. I was the Pepsi guy. So and we were, you were still the Pepsi guy. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, Yolanda was in charge of it for a while, so she let me get away with murder. It was awesome. That's why I like Yolanda Zink. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we let a lot of shit fly by. So. <laughs> Good old Walmart. <laughs> Yolanda, are you ready to tell some stories? I am. Are you guys ready to hear some shit? Damn right. <laughs> yeah. So ready. Yo, Jenny, you want to read those off? You betcha. Okay, so today's stories from Yolanda, we have Come Hell and High Water. Boom. The Diesel Power Stroke. Ooh, it sounds almost dirty to me, but I'll hold out. <laughs> what doesn't? Hold what out. doesn't there? Right. What doesn't sound dirty to me? Morgan County, Medea. That sounds fun. Real quick, I got to tell you, uh, I said that to Jen because this is my friend Jen. She's also my mouthy friend, but she's the uh, things just fall out of the mouth friend. That's you know, she's like the 
the small child everybody has in their family that walks up to you and just says the mm-hmm. craziest shit. And the mom's got like slap, like knock it off. That's my <laughs> friend Jen Neb. That's why I love her so much. I'm the zero yeah. filter girl. <laughs> zero filter. Amen. Yeah. Generous zero. Just don't put me on speakerphone because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> don't read my text messages out loud either. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you never know, know what, what you're going to We're going to get along real good. <laughs> my friends all know. I They all know that. As soon as one of my friends call me and I'm going to in the car i'll be like you're on speaker i tell people right away because <laughs> yeah. the relationship i have with my friends is not you would think we hate each other i love them all but we, we just tend to not talk nice to each other well, well and it's almost that. a courtesy because there's some people you're closer to and some that you aren't like he'll t- my son will tell me my son's sitting over here he will tell me that we're on speakerphone immediately mm-hmm. i don't care if you're going to say something if my friends hear it, whoops, that's on you. I keep yeah. it quiet. Yeah. I'm not going to. But it is courteous to say you're on speaker. Yeah. I'm not going to censor myself. So. Dancia let me talk to her on on her phone one day when her mom was on speaker and didn't tell me the whole time. <laughs> she says, wow, your friend Larry really likes that F word, doesn't he? That is too funny. <laughs> oh, Dancia thought it was hilarious. And Diane is great, but I don't think she's real keen on the F word. <laughs> I don't think she likes me. But I love you, Mama Diane. Yes, so. we love you, Diane. <laughs> All right. Jen, you named them off. Why don't you pick the first uh, story? Okay, so I want to hear Diesel Power Stroke. Let's go for it. Oh, it's a throwback. So um, if if y'all listened to Ty and I's first podcast and you heard about Diesel, um, our English bulldog, Tyler's little buddy, right? Not so little. He's a giant, the giant one he gets, bulldog. The one he gets naked with. Naked and afraid with my dog. Okay, That's yes. the one. Okay. Same dude. Same right. dude. We have an English bulldog, too. Do you? Yes. We have. We had two. So we, we still have the one, the female. But, yeah, Diesel has since passed. He was just a big, lovable uh, galump. Just, yeah, swallowing hot dogs and whatnot. But, anyway. So, <laughs> um, a few years ago, my sister and I, well, more I than my sister, decided that I wanted to paint the whole house. And at the time we lived in this like quad level humongous home. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to paint all the inside walls. Okay. I'm not going to do this by myself. And Tyler's like, oh, you know what color is good? Primer. And I'm like, okay, you're not helping. (laughs) On a quad level, I agree. Primer. He's like, no. So she came out to help us and what helped me. And she brought my nephew. My nephew's a year younger than my kiddo. So at the time, I think he was eight. Jax was like 10, somewhere in there, seven or eight, nine and 10, something. And we spent the whole freaking day painting. I mean, it is late at night. We are dead ass tired. We're sore. We smell. We haven't showered yet. And I'm like, dude, it's time for some Chinese food. And so we ordered up. Ty goes and gets it, comes back. And we're all sitting down um, in the living room. So when you walked into our house, you walked straight into a front room that opened up to the kitchen that had like a little banister. So you could see down into our living room. It had a half wall. So um, at the time, the only hardwood in the house was in the kitchen. So we kept the dogs for the most part in the kitchen when we didn't, like if we were eating, not at the table or whatever. So that way they couldn't get on the carpet and stuff. But Diesel and Daisy is the other bulldog. She's our female. We're chilling in the kitchen while we're eating because we're down on the couches and stuff. And we're finishing up our, our dinner and we just, we just keep hearing this, like this licking and I keep looking back and it's Daisy and she's licking her paws and she's just cleaning herself. And if you've ever had a bulldog, uh, well you have, obviously 
they are fat asses and cannot clean themselves. And well, so, they can make some of the weirdest noises just out I've of ever nowhere. heard. Like they can sound like wookies. They can make weird chirping noises. Yeah, they Daisy have sounds the like most a unique noises I've ever heard on any breed of dog. Because <laughs> they're yes. unnatural. The dog is an unnatural dog. Let's just say it. Yeah, like, yeah. It is. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got and then their airways are all constricted and whatnot. So yeah. some of the noises they make are just weird. But they can't clean themselves. They can't reach around to lick anything. So they probably do have a really clean mouth because they really just can't get to it. Unless you have two. <laughs> which clean case, mouth, dirty butthole. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. When okay. he got this dog, I'm like, I'm not wiping its ass. This is on you. You are the one who's going over here with some baby wipes. I raised mine. I got him out of diapers already. You want to have this dog. That's on you. Or teach him to 69. But like... Well, that's, but like well, when we got two, that's kind of what ended up happening, you know? You hear some licking and you're like, I don't know if I want to know what you're... No, I'm just going to stay here. So, yeah. So, it was a thing. Tyler had to clean his dog's butthole and I was like, nope. So, we're sitting here and we're eating, we're finishing up dinner, like I was saying, and the dogs are up there. And then all of a sudden, you just hear this this guttural moan, I guess. But you never really know because with bulldogs, they also, when they snore... Sometimes they kind of catch themselves and it kind of comes out like they're choking or something. <laughs> and so you're like, huh. And I just, I put it out of my mind because I, I just did not want to know. And the boys are sitting down there with us. You know, it's me and my sister, both boys and then Ty. And all of a sudden my nephew climbs up over on the back of the couch and he can see up and into the kitchen because the dog beds are right at the banister. And he's like, auntie, what's Daisy doing? And I'm like, uh. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. And all of a sudden, you, you just Daisy is standing over Diesel, but it is a full on like a good sixty nine position, and she is just going to town on this dog. She is, I mean, he's getting bee jibbers, man. Like she's going down like on, on the piece and everything. Yeah, like right full on lickage, man. Like any dude's probably sitting there, like I'm a little jealous. Are, like, yeah, I'm not gonna admit gonna it. Say, are you jealous? But I'm now? a little jealous. But I'm surprised Tyler didn't get naked with that dog. That's <laughs> well, nice. Okay. Well, it was distracting because she is getting it. Like I mean, getting it. And Diesel's over there. You think he's snoring, but he's just. I mean, it's like. <sighs> and I'm like, oh god. He's getting lucky. He's getting and so. You know, Caden and Jax are sitting there and they're like, what is she doing? You know, they're like, they're just like trying to figure it out. And so we're like, all right, all right, all right, we'll get it. We'll, we'll just, we'll, fix, we'll, we'll handle it. Right. We'll handle it. So we walk up there and as we get to the top of the stairs to walk around the corner of the banister to get to the dogs, Diesel goes into full ass vinegar strokes and has a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Props to Daisy, because that's some good head. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you can put him into a stroke. You, that's the only person in the world that deserves a blue ribbon today, guys. Nobody else dog. deserves a ribbon. So Ty standing over the dogs looking at them. I'm eye level, because I just walked up to the banister. And Diesel just, I mean, straight into my soul as he hits his climax. And then, boom, instant seizure. And I'm like, what do we do? <laughs> Daisy's still going down, and Diesel's over here. <laughs> so oh my just, goodness! Tyler's like, "You gotta get get her off, get her off." I'm like, "She's getting him off." She and, got and how old is Jax at the time? Maybe nine. Because they're nine going. Are the dogs dying? Like, was, like, what's he, happening? It was my my sister. Thank God for her. She grabs the boys and she's like, "Hey, look, TV." <laughs> 
SpongeBob SquarePants is on. Oh my! And the boys are like, "Is Diesel okay?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's good." <laughs> Tyler's like, "He's gonna die." <laughs> I mean, he was in this seizure for a hot minute. Like, yeah. It was a while. So we finally get Daisy <laughs> off of him, and she's like, oh, "Okay, tra la la outside." And we're like, "Diesel, you good, bro?" And I'm like, I, "Oh man, I got my three milk bones." <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm loving this. <laughs> so, he, whenever he would, he actually had seizures pretty regularly towards the end of his life. He was having neurological issues. So, whenever he would have a seizure, you know, we just sit there and we're like, all right, buddy, it's okay, you're all right. But do you really want to touch another man after he's just blown his load with his lady and you're just over here, okay, buddy, it's okay. You're not supposed to be there, <laughs> you pervert, you know? So, Ty's like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> He's, and you have to pick him up because when he he goes all rigid and he's sideways, but then when he goes to stand up, his back legs they just go whoop. So he's sitting like a fat rhino, you know, he's in those, the fat unicorns where their legs are all sprawled out. So he's sitting on the kitchen floor all dazed and confused. <laughs> oh my god, confused! And this is post ejaculate, not there, yes. it's not happening during the seizure because that would be kind of fun, like arterial spray. I'm just saying. Nope, it was just right there, and I, you know, I didn't check to see if you know she cleaned up her mess or if she just left it there. Or if what. She's a, yeah, if is she's she a good girl? Spitter. <laughs> no, I don't know. I wasn't about to find out. I was losing my shit falling gotta, to the floor. Does Daisy swallow? That's the question of the day. I gotta ask you something. I don't mean to interrupt you, but this has been burning in my soul to ask this question to you. Did you get Daisy as a puppy or did you get her as a dog? We got her as a puppy. Okay, because we got her a dog. That's a trained fucking. That's training right there. I don't know. Somebody. Right. Daisy's seen some horrible shit. That's she all I'm going to say. She learned that at home. That's well, what I'm saying. I, 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 preface, I told you, they're trapped in the kitchen because we don't let them on the car. Good Lord, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it was just Tyler's in there like, what do I do? And I'm on the floor. I'm losing my shit. My sister is laughing her ass off. The boys are like, is Diesel okay? Is he going to be okay? And we're oh, like, oh, oh. I think he's going to be all right, Brad. So he just kind of. Super okay. Yeah. And he was just chilling. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh, I'm okay. And he just bounces up and trots outside. And he's outside <laughs> with Daisy. And I'm like, hmm. The after show, huh? Yeah, typical, huh? I'm going to bed. That, See ya, bitch. I guess. Get it, bro. She's mean, though. Like, she, I swear, she's... At first, I thought she was a lesbian dog. I mean, because every time he'd try, she'd kick the shit out of him. She ripped his ear open one time because she bit him. And I was just like, dude, you need to stop trying. She said no. <laughs> it is done. She said no. No means no. But then she's over here with bee jibbers, and he's all vinegar stroked out, so... I would call a lesbian dog today a shog. Shog. Or a herg. Just saying. Just saying. I don't think she's a lesbian. Let's be honest. (laughs) Let me ask you this, Jen. You're dating this guy. You like this guy. The first time you have sex with this guy, he has a massive seizure on you, bud. Do you, do you, do you, are you all like? I'm gonna go buy myself a fucking trophy. We should we should we should go. We should make love every night. No, because you don't want to kill him. You don't want to wipe his ass and when he strokes out on you. Well, well depends, no, I don't want to wipe his ass. But do I want to kill? Maybe. Is there life insurance? Depends. Yeah, depends and on the did circumstances. He add me Was it good enough that we're doing this the second okay, well, time? Well, it's disturbing. You've thought this out to a point well, where you have an automatic answer. When, but when you become my age, you really have to decide. What's really important? I'm still in it for love. I'm still in it for love. But when you weigh the options, 
I'm probably looking at a geriatric old man that I could kill off with some good sex. Okay, we, we went off the left field here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume that Diesel doesn't have great life insurance. Okay, Daisy's. No, he did not. Nope. There's, there's not like a, a big vault with milk bones in it where Daisy's like, fuck it, I'm set for life. I don't even got to live here. Nope. Milk bones. But to be fair, he was a, what's it called? A, an A. ABKC champion, Greg Dock. A-C-A-C-K-A-K-C champion. Yeah, he's AB because he's American Bulldog Kennel Club. So ABKC champion. Yeah, he was like a 10,000 purse, and he blew that 10,000 purse. He blew that 10,000 purse all over Daisy's face? Is that what you're saying? I think he did. There's the money shot. That's all money right there. I mean, we did have offers of people who wanted, you know, for us to stud him out. and He was like the perfect build and everything, but he just was... Nobody's so lucky to get a $10,000 money shot, and if you are, wow. We still have her. So, and she has this really cute little is heart. She bre- is she breedable? <laughs> um, yes and we no. We should talk. Yes and no. She is, but she had a <clears throat> a congenital thing, and it's... Gotcha. It's the whole thought of on. two bulldogs just in a 69 position in my head <laughs> <laughs> makes me want to do a piece of art based on it. it makes me want to get <laughs> sick because I hear, I hear the noise in my head. <laughs> oh, and the drool. And the licking. Have those, you ever heard those dogs? Well, you have heard those dogs slurpers. They are. Well, and the saliva. Like, if somebody <laughs> was back behind me here. and there was it's saliva probably, dripping on my back, I'm out. It probably, smells, it probably sounds like a, a troll trying to eat a goat, but that's just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know how you talk about those hot dogs days when you're all Go drunk and you just like what? <laughs> it's just one of those bad boys. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever eaten a hot dog where I say the word what while shoving it in my throat. <laughs> this might be Whoa. my favorite. This might be my favorite story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about it, Jen? You love it. You love it, obviously. I think it is truly. Fun, and I, I also think it's totally believable because at the you know, at the end of the day, we're all animals, and we're gonna <laughs> get it in, get it on, whatever, however we see fit. And I think that is just superb. But this, the, the the English Bulldog sixty nine, I am dying. Well, I know you want to zinc a long time, so that story's not shocking. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> it was a power stroke, not the power stroke you thought. Definitely it was not diesel, the diesel power, power stroke. stroke. Mm-hmm. I was I was expecting some tr- a st- a story about a big Ford F three fifty or something. <laughs> he was well, more like a Mack truck. I, like, I nice. didn't put diesel together until she explained. I remember diesel now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Listen to the first episode. It's like episode 32, 31 30, and thirty two. Thirty one and thirty two. Yeah, ties thirty one and thirty two. So. <laughs> Both are pretty good. So, oh my goodness, uh, it's great. Ty actually has one of the best uh, titles of all time on this podcast. What was his title? Uh, Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I heard his. Yeah, you should. It's pretty good. So. Okay, I'll have to go back and listen. <laughs> they both did well. Hence, they're back on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. I, I wait for a hundred episodes mm-hmm. to bring people back. So, it's at least two years. So, you know, yeah, because I have quite a few people going to do it. So, it's, it's nice bet. to mm-hmm. sprinkle in some of the old ones that come back to do it. So, because you did it for the first time at the Sands Theater. We did, yeah. Yeah, that's when uh, it was originally filming yeah, over there before yeah. it bounced. Yep, you guys were one of the originals. So, mm-hmm. well, I also do like it. I'm not shocked. I, you know, I, I've I've heard stories of the legendary Diesel before, <laughs> so uh, it's not a shocking story, but it was a great story. And I, I hope it's, 
hope it's true and it's not the embellished one because i like to think this daisy is just like a natural born hooker you know like she just she just naturally good at it you know like i want to figure out a shadow puppet of this dog well like when she took her sats and the counselors are like well they're gonna teach her or janitor or president no daisy looks like you might be a hooker i mean you're just gonna be naturally good at it you know why mess around fuck college all right why would need it you don't need it it's a ten thousand dollar money shot you don't need it you can stroke out a dude by stroking out a dude, then you know you that's some skill, sister. I'm so glad your teenage son's in the room. So, right? I mean, he's 11. But okay. If that's the worst thing he hears today, yeah, we're good. I was going to ask how old he was, but then when Larry said you were mouthy, I'm like, he couldn't have heard oh, any worse shit. than this, my own dad growing this, up. This poor child to my right here, he's, he's probably heard it all. So, yeah. all right, we have two more Come Hell and High Water. And Morton County Medea. Well, there's always one I do want to hear more than the rest, so let's hear the other one. Let's hear Come Hell or High Water. Or Come Hell and High Water. Come Hell and High Water. So, <laughs> we started this podcast off talking about, you know, poop shoots. So, we're going to we're gonna follow this up, all right? <laughs> so Every, every episode we're has... We're not talking a- about S-H-O-O-T-S. We're talking about C-H-U-T-E-S, right? As far as poop shoots, because... Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, I just yep. wanted to make sure we're not doing any, like, fashion photography. Oh, this, no, no. This is, like, the ninth podcast and all the shit story in it, so I'm in. Right. Yeah, I love poop to. stories. Yeah. Same. Like, you, you just have to. <laughs> um, so, uh, my favorite place to eat on the weekends, every Sunday, every Saturday or Sunday, we're at Home Plate. Right? Everybody has a Home Plate story. One or two. I don't care who you are. The food is fucking amazing, you know, but everybody has a Home Plate story because you get in there. And you just, you know, you grub down and you're like, oh, we better hit that before. It's, it's cheap and good. It is. It's good, good food. Yeah. You know? do, do you prefer one or two? I'm all about Fort Morgan. Brush sucks. Really? Well, that's just because it's brush, though. I mean, I'm a Mustang by heart. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And anyway. Mm-hmm. That's just really good. I, yeah. So. They are, I mean, they're, I think they're both good. But yeah, Fort they Morgan because I'm there. They are both, I mean, good. But I, I feel like if I if we went into Home Plate 2... Then, like, the next time we went into Home Plate 1, they'd be like, what's that smell? You have cheated on it. I swear. I'm, they all know us. Every week, and they're like, oh, breakfast burrito bowl? I have Pepsi or coffee? I'm like, coffee. <laughs> so, we didn't see you last Sunday. Where were you? Exactly. Were you at the deuce? <laughs> what happened? It's, well, speaking of deuce. Yes. <laughs> deuce. Anyway, so we're at Home Plate, and it's just Ty and I. We had gone for lunch, and... um. I, I get the same thing every time. It's always the breakfast burrito bowl um, and because I don't do tortillas and all that fun stuff. And I actually probably should rewind this just a little bit. Um, so a few years ago, um, I, I actually lost my sight. So I am about 90% blind. Um, I have about 10% of my sight left in my left eye, only in my peripheries. I don't see color or anything anymore. So um, it is still a new thing. This is probably, honestly, the first time that it'll be addressed publicly in a, in a large way. So it's, uh, it's definitely something that I'm still working through. We're still learning to, to deal with as a family. So Can I tell you a story real quick about your blindness? <laughs> and only I... periphery. Only in the left periphery. So nothing dead center. Okay. It's just in the, okay. the left eye. So. Yeah, go for it. When you, yeah. when you came to do the first podcast, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that you were having problems with your sight. And Ty had a hold of your arm. And I thought maybe you just had a, you were one of those people that had a hard time transitioning from light to dark. Uh, and so he was helping her. And I go, hey, yo, Yolanda, uh, you want to sit in that, that third seat? I'm pointing to the seat, you know, because you'll be out of the camera view while you listen to the podcast. And she's like, 
they can't see. I go, it's the third seat, yo. And she's like, I'm blind, you dick. And I go, oh. oh. Number three. Oh, oh. And I feel so what? stupid. And, and Tyler gave me the look like, yeah, dumb shit. Hey, hey Mr. I don't take hints. You know? it, it happens to a lot of people, truly. Because, I mean, when you've known somebody for as long, I mean, it's not like I was blind my whole life. Right, right. You know, so this is only, this is a new thing. Right. And so we'll run into people. And I've had people, like, from high school and stuff, they'll walk up. They're like, hey, yo, what's up? And I'm just like, who's that? And Ty's like, I don't fucking know who that is. And I'm like, hey. And they're like. Can you see me? <laughs> no. <laughs> what happened? You know, and so then you got to go through the whole story. But um, yeah, and it just it all comes down to I have retinopathy in both my eyes. And so it was a slow progressing disease unless you're Hispanic, female and young, in which case it is mm. rapid. So Sorry, I lost yo. it. Oh, really? So there's a difference between the Latino community and the debilitation of that sort of retinopathy eyesight as opposed to. Yeah. Everybody else? I don't want to say white privilege, but I'm going to... It is a little bit of white privilege. I ain't going to lie. I mean, and I think, honestly, it's because it comes down to um, Hispanic and Latino communities are also at a higher risk for diabetes. Yep. And I am a diabetic. So, I mean, that is... It is a thing. So I did not know that. Yeah. So, it, it comes on quickly, you know, when you've got all those things. And, you know, when I went finally and sucked it up and went to the doctor, it was just too little too late. And... Um, they did everything they could. I've had, oh Jesus, seven surgeries on my eyes and they've, they've given me the ability to be able to, you know, maneuver through life somewhat, you know, I can, mm-hmm. I can see some things on my phone occasionally, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be able to, I'll be walking through a store and I'll just grab something off the shelf and I'm like, does that say Reese's? And Ty's like, good job. You know? <laughs> Cause we're all excited. And I'm like, I just stick it back on the shelf. Okay. Well, and on a very serious note, I mean, what a, uh, and I don't want to say awful because we all have, have our troubles and have to learn how to live with them. Oh yeah. But vision it's tough. is very tough mm-hmm. because you know, it's one thing to be born blind. But to lose your sight over time and have to learn to cope with that and live with that has got to be a huge struggle. It is. It is. You know, you wake up some days and you're like, shit, it's just a dream, right? And you open your eyes, you're like, nope, it sure isn't. And Mm. we had hope early on. You know, they're like, there's about a 20% chance we'll be able to restore. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll we'll do what we can. And I wasn't necessarily bought in. Um, I had a really bad, bad experience with a, a retinal doctor early on. And it kind of pushed me over the edge to where I was like, nope, not going back. And so it took me about a year to get back in to see a good doctor. And when I did, my retinal my retinal team, my whole eye team is amazing because then it turned into not only is it retinopathy, but now we're fighting glaucoma and cataracts. So I've had glaucoma surgeries. I've had cataract surgeries. I've had the whole bit. They have taken my eyes apart and put them back together. So it's been um, it's been a journey. And, you know, what the only thing that I have to say about it, truly, honestly, is that um, diabetes can take a lot from you. It can take a lot of different things from you. And I can, I can live without my eyesight. I can't live without my heart. I can't live without my kidneys. So, uh, you know, of the things that it could have taken from me fully, I want to be here for around for when he grows up and to be around and, you know, granted, I won't be able to see him grow up, but I'll be able to witness him grow up. So. Well, you have a beautiful support team here with you, by the way, which right. I, I think is superb. Yeah, they're my not captives. Every, not everybody has that, and I think that's incredible to have that sort of support behind you to help you. I do. Yeah, I have a, an amazing support system. My my family is truly, truly amazing. And Yay for yeah, support. Yeah. My cousin, shout out to her. You know, she came to live with us um, 
a few years ago and she puts up with my bullshit and my antics and can you imagine living with me and the stuff that I put her through so it's and Ty and Jax too like but they're my captives I make them do things with me so <laughs> and I mean it's kind of brave for her because she has to live in the same house as a rapist dog so I mean you know there's that that's what's up yeah and she actually Just loves that dog she rapist loves that dog, dog. <laughs> it likes to look on the face you're like oh shit <laughs> And she's all up in your grill, too. Like, she is, uh, that dog is up in your shit, like, right here. Just like, oh, you had a hot dog today, didn't you? That's good. Yeah, so. Go find Diesel. He's seizuring out somewhere. <laughs> anyway. All right. Come so, here. Back come into Hell or High Water. So, anyway, we're at home plate, and I have my, my, uh, my bowl. And as I've gotten older and as my uh, diabetes and things has progressed, I have found that I am becoming lactose intolerant. If you are, man, I got, I got to show some love from people who are lactose intolerant, but you put yourself through some hell because you're like, I know it's going to do this to me. Yeah. And so I did it anyway. I ate the cheese in the bowl and <laughs> 10 minutes after, I'm like, all right, babe, we got to go, but I got to go first. Right. I'm not waiting until we get home. It's just, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. So he takes me and I go into the bathroom and the bathroom's at home plate. The toilets are tall. I don't know if people recognize that everywhere if you pay attention, but they're really tall. So I'm doing my business and it just, I mean, it flies out of me and it just, it hits that water and it was like a goddamn hillbilly bidet. And it's just like, <laughs> right up back <laughs> onto you. Hillbilly bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Are you talking backsplash? Yes, God ma'am. Damn. Poseidon's kiss all day. Poseidon's kiss. It's yes. a public toilet, so it's, his it's, kiss. Is, he might have a bit of mouth herpes. I'm just going to say, you well, may be careful on that. Here's oh the my worst goodness. part. You walk into a bathroom, you look at a toilet. You're like, oh, okay, it's clean. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. You know, I walk into a bathroom and I'm like, is it? Did the person before me flush? Because it's not an auto flusher. What do I do? And I didn't have time to make that cognition, that cognitive decision. So I just sat down and went. And so I'm sitting here like, oh no, I didn't flush before I sat down. What if there was something in there? <laughs> and it's all over. I need some bleach. I need some Got bleach. some bad mix and match <laughs> happening down there. And it's home plate. So you know everybody's taking a shit here. Everybody is going, right? <laughs> and you said it was a Sunday, so you betcha. Yep, every damn woman in Morgan County is in there shitting their pants off just like I am. And so I'm like, I just, uh, just get this over with. Just be done. And so I go and I'm like, all right. And I get and I go to unlock the door and I'm stuck in the stall because I'm already all bothered and I can't figure my way around. And so I finally get a hold of the little dial to unlock it and I go to unlock the door and I push the door open. Well, then the door bounces back and hits me and it pops my nail. And at the time I had like fake nails on and it busts that nail right down the center, but it didn't break it all the way off. So I'm like, son of a bitch as I'm walking to the sink and I'm washing my hands and I'm just like pissed off. I'm like, this fucking worst day ever i'm so angry and i look up at the mirror now mind you i told you i've got very limited sight and i'm looking at the mirror and i'm like the hell like i'm washing my hands i'm like those aren't my eyeballs my eyeballs are up here the fuck is that like in my head i'm like what is that there is a set of eyes looking at me and what does my dumbass do it's out of habit who's there what can your dumbass see? No, you can't see because that bathroom's dark and you got no vision, woman. So I'm like, huh. as I'm still like pissing and moaning about my broken finger, and I'm just like, what the fuck? No, no, I no, I see eyes. Those are definitely. I'm like, 
hi. And all I hear back is this little girl, hi. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> are you real? <laughs> ma'am, she- ma'am, why'd you just shit in the sink? <laughs> was she real? She was fucking real. Okay. This little ass girl. I had to ask. God knows how old she is. She's just standing there staring at my dumb ass, shaking my hands and pissing and moaning about Poseidon's kiss. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I didn't hear anybody come in. I heard nobody in that bathroom. And my hearing is pretty damn good at this point. <laughs> She's just standing there. Like, just, I mean, standing there. So I kind of back up real slow. I grab paper towels and I'm like... Fucking Damien, Children of the Corn. I'm going back to every scary movie that I never wanted to see that my aunt made me watch. I'm going to die in the fucking home plate bathroom with a dirty butthole. Uh. <laughs> a dirty butthole to boot. I'm just like losing it in this bathroom. And I walk out and Ty's there and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, we need to go sit back down before I can tell you what happened. <laughs> so we sit back down at our booth and I'm drinking my coffee and, you know, I'm telling him what happened. He's like... <laughs> Dude, no little kids walked in there. I stood by the door the whole time. Nobody walked in. And I'm like, I'm not shitting you, Tyler. There is a child in there. She answered me. She was like, hi. Like with a whisper hi. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> He's like, babe, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I could see the whites of her damn eyes in the mirror. That's all I could see was the whites of her eyes. But they weren't mine because I could see mine too. <laughs> so come hell. And high water. Interesting. Well, and do you find it difficult, even in, it's got to be an emergency for me to go and take a deucer in a public bathroom with Mm -hmm. another woman in the bathroom. Yeah. You guys are a little more free. I will hold, hold off. And if she's not going to leave, I'll just get up and leave and wait till later. I call it the Mexican standoff. For realties. I I, uh, am a little... Well, this is educational. First of all, was that a haunted story we just heard? Yes. Was she real? <laughs> I think she was. I look back, and as I backed up for the paper towels, you could see a form. Because you've been in that bathroom. That corner where the single stall is at, that corner is really dark. There's not any like light, discernible light over there, and especially for me. So when I backed up to kind of <laughs> take my back away from her and get the paper towels over my shoulder, I swear I saw a child standing there, like you can just you see the outline i see blobs i don't i couldn't have told you if it was a girl or a boy per se other than it sounded female voice but very young very very young and short because the eyeballs are like at this level you know and so (laughs) ty's like babe nobody went in there and i'm like somebody was in there so she's just sitting there like a fucking creeper waiting to scare the shit out of a blind lady. Like, she got the freaking potluck today. The I mean, potluck. The potluck. I, uh, first of all, I, that's news to me that women wait to go shit at the home plate. That's, I mean. Anywhere. Anywhere. We do not like to, we do not like to poop with yeah. other women in the, even, even if it's at Mile High Stadium, mm-hmm. I don't care. There could be 30 stalls. We will try to wait it out. They'll you see guys your shoes. are just a big carte blanche free for all. It's bizarre to me. They'll see your shoes. I'm always like, they're going to see my shoes and they're going to know who I am. <laughs> when you, I've thought that too. When you come walking out, I don't, and you've got some classic, nice rocking Adidas. I'm saying, yeah. They're going to know. They're going to be like, oh, we heard that bitch drop a load. We saw those Adidas. <laughs> what do you think about that story, Jennifer? You know, uh, I think it's fascinating, actually. And I know that building and I know those bathrooms and that building's not necessarily a new building by any means. Nope. Um, 
I think it's totally plausible. I hope she was real because I may have to switch to home plate two for the rest of my life. <laughs> Every I, time uh, I go in there, I'm still like looking for eyeballs. <laughs> I love ghost stories, but uh, you know what? That was a pawn shop before, right? There was, it was many, it's been many yeah. different places. That did used to be a pawn shop. Because home plate there. used to be over yeah. off railroad. We used to go there when I worked at the dryer all the time. Yep. It used so, to be I mean, next to the barber shop there. God yeah. only knows what's happened in that building before. Well, I knew the owners of the pawn shop too. Like um, my mom's best friend while I was growing up, her dad actually owned a pawn shop. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great story. Because I, I didn't that see was coming. Super great. I didn't see coming. Like, is that a haunted story or not? Uh, second of all, when I make these and I and I finish up the episode, I always I always give them a title, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Poseidon's Kiss is probably going to be the title of this autumn. <laughs> it takes me a minute for some episodes, but that, that's pretty much unless unless Morgan County Medea knocks it out of the park, it's going to be Poseidon's <laughs> yeah, Kiss. The sweetest kiss of all. Yeah, yeah. Sweetest. I think that is great, Poseidon's Kiss. It's yeah. a little acidic. <gasps> I wouldn't know about sweetest, but. <laughs> a little acidic. Acidic. Yeah, yeah. I've a. Uh, pH balancer, please. I'm a dude, so I mean, we, we're, we, we have no shame. We'll go where we got to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have to be a dire emergency for me to have to like just let loose if there was another woman in a bathroom right. with me. And I know all women feel the same because yeah. I've talked about it with my friends and they're all just like, oh no, that ain't right. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. It, you just don't want to be blowing trumpets in there, you know, like because people are going to judge. Like, they don't put that in men are from Mars, women are from Venus. They sure they don't. They should. So how, how long do you date somebody before you... you, you... You drop one at their house. Or before you fart in front of them. Whatever. I'll let loose the first night. I don't care. Here's what I am. It's all me. <laughs> Love me or hate me, but you're going to be right. stuck with me. <laughs> Poor Ty, yeah. <laughs> smells like no a, shame. Smells like a colonoscopy. I don't... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. That's another story for another yeah, yeah. day, Moose. <laughs> is, that, is that Vaseline? My God, woman. What were you expecting tonight? Jesus. It smells like a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> little Daisy Diesel action. All right. Oh shit. <laughs> By the way, back. speaking you being a male, are you interested to know how far that camera goes up? Cuz I asked yesterday. How far the camera goes up? Isn't it like 8 oh, feet. I don't. They go up 3 to 5 feet, you guys. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys who are scared to take a second knuckle, you ain't got shit on nothing. Yeah, you ain't got Bye. shit on the colonoscopy guy. I, uh, my friend had it, my buddy <laughs> and uh, his wife I guess they doped him up before they went in. Oh, you get totally doped up. It's yeah. fabulous. That's the I propofol guess, we were talking yes. about. I guess he just, uh, and I guess you get gassy, right? Because they, they pump air into you. <laughs> so he, she said that he sat there and giggled like a five-year-old child while he just. <laughs> 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 and he's not that kind of person. That's not him to do that kind of shit. Me? She'd be like, mm, yeah, you know. But him, I guess it was funny. I wish he'd have recorded it because he didn't ever live that down. You know who you are, bro. You know who you are. Oh, it's the first time I've never heard you drop a name. That's that's rude. That's Can rough. we get an initial? No. Oh. No, that's that's be, just rough. You must be a really good friend of Larry's. Yeah, he's a good friend. And uh, he's he's not someone to take. He'd, he'd be upset with me. He'd, like, it, he'd be on the next hometown murder. <laughs> he'd be like, why, Small town murder, why, Fort Morgan. Why, yeah. Larry? Why? why? I've heard that the, the why? because why Larry <laughs> getting there is the worst part. Like the the couple of days before, where they make you drink the elixir of power. I've heard it's pretty it's, rough. It's rough. Yeah, yeah I've heard not it's being rough. able to eat. I don't mind drinking it. Me, a girl who loves food, big girl food. It's my jam. It's my favorite vice. Mm-hmm. It's tough to not go. 
Oh, but I can't eat. <laughs> well, I haven't had one yet, but I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing that no eating shit. You go in prison style, motherfucker. That's that's what's up. <laughs> we had to drug Tyler to get him in the dentist. I can't imagine what's going to happen when that goes down. Yeah, I'm just telling you right now, like, you've got some bleach around here to clean it, right? I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? This isn't going to happen, okay? Tyler's favorite joke. Doc, you're wearing your Super Bowl ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, all right. We got two down. Uh, come hell and high water. Diesel powers joke. We got one left. Morgan County, Medea. I can't wait. Yes, yes. <laughs> this one's a little bit uh, newer. Um, so my first eye surgery was in January of 21. And um, the the first one is, it is rough because they literally take your eyeball out and they cut it and they peel the layers back like an onion so so you're getting a retinal clearing almost they're clearing off your retina no so the retina is in the back of the eye oh so the vitreous fluid that the eyeball is they figured you know an eyeball isn't round right right they're kind kind of of football shaped they are so the retina is the cord that comes like so your your eyeballs here and then there's this cord back here that connects to your brain with all those veins when yeah. you see it. Okay. So Yolanda, they removed your eye like from the socket or no? So what they do is they take a, I think it's called a scapula. I call it the duckbill that they throw at you when you go get a pap. You know what the I'm talking speculum. about? Speculum. Yeah. So they open it up. They put it all up in here, so it's clear up in here and down here, and they open your eye all the way open like clockwork orange. Yeah. And okay. So, okay. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> so they take it all yeah, out. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> they scrape it. So what what a retinopathy is is it's the deterioration of the retina. It detaches. It can detach from the back of the eye or the brain. Mine detaches the brain, which is why it's non-repairable. Um, oh, so it's from the back end. Yeah. Okay. So what they did was to clear the eyeball to keep its health. They came in and your eyeball is like an onion. So you peel a layer, you take a squeegee scrape to get the blood because that's what happens to diabetics. We create blood vessels in our eyes that burst and bleed. And that's what causes the pressure that causes glaucoma and causes the retinas to pull away and so on and so forth. So 36 layers per eyeball. That they There's go that many layers in There's there? There's more than that. They I just had did no the first, idea. Yeah, they just did the first 36 on mine, but there are more. I'm not enjoying this at all. It's difficult. Are man. you not into surgeries? <laughs> no, dude. Oh, no. I've got some stories. We'll have to, oof, about some stitches that they left in all there right, that didn't well, come those out. Those are stories for the next 100 episodes. Yep. Yeah. So there's some wicked stuff. But um, <clears throat> anyway, so this first surgery they did, it's called the vitrectomy. Um, so they go in and they remove all the extra fluid from the eye and they, that's when they found out, you know, that I had a lot more damage, um, in my drainage ports as well. Um, and what that is, is just scar tissue. And because of the scar tissue, um, that's what causes the retinopathy when you're young and I still have a good healing ability, even though I'm diabetic, it actually worked against me because you build that scar tissue faster. Old people don't do that. So that's why kind of, you know, full story. So we had this surgery and, um, they send you home. It is an outpatient surgery. So you go in, you have surgery at seven o'clock in the morning by 10 o'clock, you know, depending on how long the surgery takes mine was four hours. So by 11, I was out by 1230, I was on the road home and they have this big old patch that they put over your eyeball and you got to come back the next morning for them to take it off and check and see how everything's going. So they basically glue your eyes shut. Um, so we get back the next day and they take it off and they're like, okay, it's looking good. Just be careful. No water in the eye, no shower for another 24 hours. Don't get any water in it for a week. Um, be very, very careful. Wear glasses, wear sunglasses outside, the whole bit. Well, 
a few days goes by and I am in massive pain and I am dying. And so we find out later that what had happened was my eye pressure spiked. Your typical eye pressure should be like in the low teens, you know, 10, 12, 13, something like that. My eye pressure had spiked to a 78. Holy shit. And this is coming from behind your eyeball, right? The the pull or the push of the pressure. So what that is, is that's the glaucoma. So okay. your whole eyeball your itself starts to swell. And what happens is the eyeball isn't painful. Everything around it is. So they did some weird stuff. So I go in, they're like, yeah, this is massive. You, I don't even know how you're upright right now. Most times the, the one girl was like, you broke our machine. So they, I mean, they called the lady and the glaucoma specialist. My retinal guy wouldn't let anybody see me, but the specialist, they hauled her ass in from Lone Tree and um, she's like, okay, well, in the meantime, you guys need to do an acute removal. So they stuck a needle in while I'm sitting in the chair. Um, my, I call him Ninja. He's in a big eye? guy. Yeah. It's a needle about like this <laughs> and it, they just go in. He's like, okay, I'm gonna hold it open. Don't move your eye. Ty's watching you're in a big uh, chair, like the machine that you, um, get your eye exam done. Right. And so he's wrapped around it and he's holding my eye open with one hand. He's got the needle and he goes in, pokes it in. You feel it depress Mm -hmm. it sucks it out and they're like okay well that didn't work so she's got to come in she's going to do it again we're going to give you some meds i'm like okay seven hours later i finally get to go home they got my pressure down to a 30 which is what's usually like a debilitating is about 30 is where you usually can't walk you can't function and what ended up being was a guy who told me i called the on-call hotline and they're like we don't do anything for eye pain so just take a nap so and i did and i just started pumping ibuprofen and tylenol in fought it out till the next appointment. So she schedules me immediately. Now this is mid COVID. So we had to do the COVID test. You have to wait the 24 hours. So not only did I have all this done to my face, but now I've got a COVID test in my nose. So she schedules the surgery. I come back two days later and she's like, okay, we're going to do this glaucoma surgery. And it's a laser. We're basically going to kill the healthy cells in your eyes. So she does this and, um, I go and she's like, okay, so, that's it. You're done tonight at 7 PM. You can take the bandage off and I'll see you in a week. And I'm like, really? Well, that was pretty easy compared to the last one, you know? So I'm like, okay. And so the next day I wake up and I got a little teeny tiny bruise here. Okay. So a couple days goes by. It's, I think it's Monday of the following week. And, um, my whole face, I have a huge fan bruise all the way across my mm. eye And at this point, I look like a zombie because of everything they've done to my eyes. They're all bloodshot. They're disgusting. You can see the stitches for where they've sewn it back together. They look gnarly. So I'm feeling a million times better. Like everything is dandy. I'm doing great. And I'm like, babe, I want to go to the store. I haven't been out. You won't let me go anywhere because of COVID. I just, I need to get out of the house. I want to go to the store. And he's like, fine, I'll take you to Walmart. So we're, we get to Walmart and I had to go pick up a couple of things on the grocery side. And then I had to pick up a couple of prescriptions and we walk in and run into a couple of employees and, um, Missy is out. She was out in the garden center at the time, you know, Missy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, good God, what happened to you? And her little person that was with her was like, is she beating? Like, is she being beaten? <laughs> and Missy's like, if anybody in that relationship was getting their ass kicked, it wouldn't be yo. <laughs> so we're joking with all these people. And <laughs> we're walking all over the store. And just, I mean, that's my outing. I'm, I'm so excited, right? And there's this, this little old lady that's, like, following us all over the store. And I'm like, what the hell? And, like, she's, I'm, I'm assuming she's Hispanic. Um, 
Ty said she was, but I can't see her. So she's kind of put putting around all the stores. We're walking around all the different departments and we finally get over by the pharmacy and we're over by like the heartburn medication. And she, at this point, has been following us for at least a half an hour. <laughs> she comes up behind Tyler. She slaps the shit out of him on his arm. And she's like, how dare you? And you should be ashamed of yourself. Look at the condition she's in. What do you think you're doing? He is, she's living. She's assuming that you are an abused wife. Woman. Yes. Okay. Because the whole time that I'm walking, if you ever see Ty and I walk together, especially in stores and stuff, what he'll say, I'll I'll walk beside him arm in arm, and then he'll say single file. So I walk behind him so I don't hit something or somebody hits me. And then he'll pull me back around. Or he'll say single file. Or he's like, okay, to the right, to the left. But if you don't know the context, all she's hearing is him saying left, They're right. Bo- bossing you around. Yeah. Single file. And then I <laughs> had restrictions. I couldn't lift my head off of my chest because of the retinal bubble. They had a gas bubble in my eye from the surgeries. So I'm walking around like this, just looking at the floor the whole time, you know, and I can't move my head too much. And I'm not like smiling. It's not like I'm super, the eye, my eyes hurt because of the fluorescence. So I'm over here like, hmm. Yeah, and you're a Walmart. You're and, like, And I didn't have glasses yet. My glasses weren't of use yet. So I had this huge ass bruise, this bloodshot eye, and my husband's over here, single file, you know, behind me. (laughs) And it's still all new because this is still early, early on. And so she is coming unhinged. How dare you? You should be ashamed of yourself. This beautiful sweetheart, if you need help, you call me. She slides out her hand and gives me a little note with her phone number on it. Oh my goodness. She's like, you don't deserve this. You don't need to be treated this way. You you are a wonderful woman, I'm sure. And she's like, yo, you should be a shit. And she's just pissed, yelling at Ty. She is furious. But she came out guns ablaze. And she's just like, wham, slaps Poor the side. And I he's mean, just like, I, 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 I didn't even do anything. What the fuck? Bless the little old lady who's going to speak up for you. But poor Ty. You're just like, I'm sorry, yeah, Ty. But to be fair, he's probably wearing a raven's hat. So she assumed he's a degenerate. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was in with. a jersey, honestly. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Oh, you're not a Broncos fan? How dare you? Um, right? And it's a Monday, so why aren't you at work? <laughs> that's right. That's you're just going to beat her ass and then traitor. Right. And she is livid. The men should never put hands on a woman. And how dare you? And uh, I mean, just she is livid. And I'm, I'm over here like, oh, shit. And, and I, I didn't say well, shit. Well, and I hate to ask. <laughs> didn't but was save him. That's I shitty. didn't. I just got my head shitty. down. I was like. That is shitty, Was she old enough to be of the age where, and I hate to say it, but back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, it wasn't uncommon for Mm -hmm. men to be dominant. It was pre-women's suffrage, so it wasn't uncommon to... Bitch, slap yeah. your wife. It wasn't. And so was she of that age to go up and nut up and say, hey, man, no. I said she was like his grandma's age. So she had to be somewhere in the 70s. So I yes. couldn't tell you. Yes. Yeah, but he's you like, might... she's Latina, so she just saw a brown girl getting the shit kicked out of her by her white-ass husband. And I'm like... <laughs> and said, uh-uh, and is this Ty over here who's yeah. in the studio now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty, I'm so sorry. You had to be accosted by an old lady. Well, you know what, though? I mean, she might have very well been an abused person herself. That's like what said. I'm That's thinking. Fair. And I'm over here just letting him out. I'm just like, what's happening? Like, you good? <laughs> a woman that age to stand up like that uh-huh. almost had to have some form of experience with that and said, no more, no more, no it, mas. It actually enough. happens quite often. Like, it, it's happened, like, um, 
he would get thrown dirty looks all the time. Every time that we were in the store, anytime we would go anywhere. And the whole time that we were walking through people who know us, people who don't know us, they're throwing him looks like what the literal fuck, you know? And so it's, it, it was constantly happening. We were at home plate again one day and I walked in and I was like, you know, they're like, how many? I'm like three. And she's like, Oh, I have a table in the back. I was like, Oh, I really don't like, I don't like the back room. I don't like tables. And this little Mexican lady walks up. Mija, you want a booth? You tell them. You give her a booth. You don't need to, that booth is empty over there. You tell, you tell them. Mija, you want a booth? You get what you want. And I was <laughs> like, Oh shit, okay. So this little old lady, <laughs> she's beating the shit out of Tyler. And I'm just like, Whoa. You give her a booth by the bathroom, you know she shits here. <laughs> and I'm this such is a her place. <laughs> I'm such an ass. I had to have an eye surgery once, and I was bruised all the way across. And if anybody would have said anything, I'd have totally thrown my kid under the bus. My eight-year-old beat the shit. He hit me across the face with a baseball bat. Don't I'd make him it. angry. I'd have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I was just standing behind. Ty- I'm single file, bro. So I'm just back here minding my own um, business. I don't get to have a say, you know. Ty's more of a man than I would. I've been like, first of all, ma'am, her ears aren't broken, so I know she's hearing all this shit happening right now, okay? That's right. She's a touch blind right now. She can't see she had surgery, but I know her damn ears work just fine. Woman, you tell her I didn't, tell her I didn't hit you. That's right. <laughs> he, he's got a hold of my hand, and he's squeezing it, and he, I don't think he had a chance to say anything. Like, he just, she was so angry and came out of nowhere, you know? We knew you could hear the shuffling behind us as she's following us all over the place. But I just figured, you know, maybe she was shopping the same pace we were. <laughs> I, I didn't think anything of it until she right. came out guns ablaze and swinging, you know. Right. And I was just like, oh, shit. And even if you want to hit a 70-year-old, you can't. You just <laughs> you can't, you you can't, just say shit can't to him. people. You, you can't. can't say shit to him. So no. He's like, we're done. And <laughs> we walk away and we're headed towards the self-checkouts. And <laughs> we get up to the self-checkout. And he's like... Seriously, you couldn't have said shit. You couldn't have said anything. You couldn't have helped me out. And this old bitch is still following us. You're She's like, in the self checkout. You're like, I held your hand, didn't I? <laughs> no, what I did was I was like, I'm sorry. Next time, I'll make sure I check the bank account before we come. That's right. <laughs> He's like, That's right. you fucking asshole. Yeah, asshole. You know this exact thing? Not exact happened to me. <laughs> I did a girl named Pueblo, and she was a nurse at a nursing home. Named what? In Pueblo. Oh, in um, Pueblo. Yeah. I thought you said her name was Pueblo. Oh, I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I like the ghetto ones. But she was a nurse in a retirement Where home. Where the best. Uh, and uh, when people get Alzheimer's, like the early onset, oh. they, get, they get violent. They get mean because they get disoriented. They get confused. And there was a day where she had to help pin an old man down. And he was grabbing her arm. I mean, just trying to get away. And it bruised oh. her all up and down her arm, right? We went to the movies that night, and same thing. No one said anything to me, but I saw people walk by. They'd look at the bruise on her arm. They'd look at me because I'm, I'm way bigger than her. I'm way bigger than most people. I'm a big man. And they're like, you son of a bitch. You drag her around Instantly. like Fred Flintstone. Get my popcorn. Get my popcorn. <laughs> she's Where's in, my licorice? But she's in the self-checkout, and I make that comment, and he's like, oh, you fucking asshole. And he just grabs my arm, and he's pulling me, and I'm, you know, intentionally dragging myself along like, <laughs> I'm shoving this number into my pocket. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with it? I'm blind. I can't read that shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to get saved. <laughs> and he marched me straight across the street to Hibbit and bought me some Oakleys that cover my whole cheeks. So that way. <laughs> some old, some to, to, make up, to make up for the abuse that you pushed on her. Some old vato sunglasses. Exactly. Big old gas cans they do. They cover all the way to my cheeks just so that way you couldn't see any of the bruise or anything. He's like, now I'll take you in public. And I was like, oh. I would have okay. let that woman take you. You'll, you ought to talk you a lesson. And when she brought you back to the house, 
They'd be like, what's with the new bruises? Right. She, she's all mouthy, but I had to hit her. I'm like, okay, you get it then. All right. <laughs> you understand. Yeah. yeah. I was, my first question, did she hit you with her hand or her purse? Because <laughs> which one? Like, he's like, no, she hit me with her hand. Just straight up, bam. And who does that? In this day and age, who assaults another human being other than fucking old people? Because they know they can get away with other it. Than, oh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And oh. so she did. She did. She came up swinging. That's, a, that's shocking to me. It reminds me of a story. So one time I was standing in a Walgreens in Greeley. And there was a gentleman in front of me checking out. And he was on his phone. So I only heard one side of the conversation. Right? Mm-hmm. So what I hear is basically the extent of, oh, no, she's in the hospital. I left her at the hospital because she said the (laughs) N-word. And he goes, next time that bitch better say yes. Oh, shit. (laughs) And it was not what I was expecting. And I was just like, I couldn't have been more appalled. And I didn't know if he was joking. Oh, my gosh. Or if I'm just like, are you really just, like, talking to your friends about, hey, man, yeah, she's in the hospital because she said, she said no. You know? Oh, no. Well, I'd have been furious. But what an awkward situation, too, because it, that's a terrible stereotype. It really, truly is because you've legit got something going on, and then they're like, hmm. It, it's, it is, but it is hilarious at the same time because it happens quite a bit. You'll see people that will give us dirty looks just because he's like, Okay, single file. Here, reach behind and push me behind him so that I can walk. No, it, I'm the man. I walk first. And I'm like, I got you, boo. I'll be behind you, whatever you need, you know? Well, and thank goodness, again, for that wonderful, wonderful support. And I don't give a shit how people view it. Mm-hmm. It's support, loving, caring support. Oh, and we joke about it now because he's like, what I should have told her ass was, at least I only had to tell you once. The other eye still fine. Yeah. Do you know what I would have done? I'd have been like, to her. (laughs) You know it turns Mr. Hand into Mr. Fist. Yes, we understand. So, Jen, what did you think about that story? Um, Gosh, I almost forgot what we were talking about. Where were we? Morgan County, Medea. I mean, it was, well, first of all, it was fascinating by what you had have gone through, but yeah. um, given where we live and how the county rolls, <laughs> doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. Do you have one in mind? I am actually, this is probably the first time that I am actually struggling. Usually I have a very clear one in my mind. I'm actually struggling. To find I do it have right one now. in mind. You go first, then. No, no. You know how you roll. Oh, right. We got to do our pumps. <laughs> See, this is how shit goes south real fast. Yolanda, <laughs> oh, we, you know. we rock, paper, scissors, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, a, you're a four pumper, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like God intended. Yeah. Maybe you're God. Let's do this. Four <laughs> so we're doing a four pump. We're doing pump. four pumps, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, Jen, we got three great stories. We have Come Hell and High Water, Diesel Power Stroke, and Morgan County Medea. What are you thinking? Okay. Because I came on here long ago and told a totally fake ghost story. <laughs> and I'm not a. I always think if there was a ghost, I'd have seen one by now. I, I am fully convinced that I'm old enough and wise enough that somebody would have come to me by now. 
I am going to go with Come Hell in High Water simply because, and it's not it has nothing to do with your vision, mm-hmm. but I'm still questioning in my head, is there a little ghosty girl haunting the home play one? I can't go back. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm still questioning it, and I'm going to start frequenting it and going and sitting on the toilet just to see. So that that's going to be my choice, Come Hell in High Water, only because I'm not a huge believer in ghosts. And I don't know. I and and we none of us will. I need a courtesy flash. Oh, Jesus. They're back. I don't do scary either. Courtesy flash. No. That's the other half of Poseidon. Kiss, man. Courtesy flash. It looks like Poseidon's vomit. I'd be right down with that kind of ghost. If there was a ghost in every bathroom saying courtesy flush in women's bathrooms, right? come on down. Well, when you hear that, it's because somebody's shit and they don't want you to hear it. You're just like, shh. I'm a flusher. <laughs> All right. So you're taking come hell in come high hell water. Come hell in high water. I think come hell in high water. I... I, I that would be the easiest one to uh, embellish, I feel. It is. It's the easiest one to assume also. And I'm tempted to pick it, but I'm going to pick a totally different one. Uh, I think Diesel Power Stroke is a true story because I want it to be true. Uh, I've heard so much about Diesel. I'd hate to think we're bullshitting about him now. Uh, he's, he's already been sullied on the podcast. I'm going to go with Morgan County Medea. Now, here's why. I think everything with your surgeries is true. I think most of it's true. I don't think the old woman assaulted Tyler in the middle of Walmart. He's Walmart royalty. So I feel that someone would have came to Tyler's, uh, he is he's Walmart royalty. Tyler, how do you feel about being Walmart royalty? Undecided. Good answer. I, I'm in charge of hanging all the clothes here, bitch. You don't know who you're dealing with. So anyway, I'm going to go with uh, Morgan County Medea because it's an embellished story. And I think most of it's true. The surgery part was all true. But I feel at the end you really try to sell us on it. That's why I'm taking gotcha. that one. So I can totally see you're doing that. come hell or high water. Yep. I'm doing Morgan Cambodia. Before you flip that over, Yolanda, I do want to say one more time, thank you to the Brush Emporium for letting us have this podcast studio downstairs. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to do this. They've been so awesome about everything. They've been so generous in giving with everything down here. They've been awesome. And once again, by the time this comes out, they're going to start doing uh, delivery. Delivering pizza and everything else. So uh, come Sundays, come football Sundays, man. Make sure you call the Brush Emporium. You can find all the information in the, the description below. It'll get to their website or their, I'm sorry, their Facebook. Uh, make sure you support these guys. They're people who support small town business, so so should you. Well, and I just heard on August 25th, there's going to be a musical talent playing upstairs. That, that'll already pass by the time this comes out. But Oh, uh, okay. If, well, you, if you have a DeLorean that goes through time, then Jennifer just, yes, on the 25th, go back then, you know? <laughs> get on down with that Christopher guy and your DeLorean yeah, and get on down here to hear that right. musical. Marty, Marty! Um, and also, <laughs> see, you made me forget it. While you're in the giving mood, please, if you like what you saw today... Hit that subscribe button. It's a little red dot on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. It's a little click for you, man, but it's a huge click for us. Please support the podcast. We do appreciate it. And no matter what you listen to this on, whatever platform, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, uh, Apple, Apple. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Leading rating and review. We're there. We'd love to hear about it, man. So thank you so much for doing that. Now, Yolanda, Mm -hmm. Jane, can you reach over and grab her? I got it. You got it? You got it? Do you want a sister? I do. So you got Come or Hell or High Water, and I got Morgan County Medea. Do you want me to move your mic? I got it. Okay. Just Just want to make sure. Do you want it to face Moose or Jen? Just pull it out, sister. We will both see it. 
Morgan Ooh, County Montana. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long has it been since you've won one? But it's been so long. I've been so horrible. 2023 has been my shittiest year Should of podcast. Should we get you a blue ribbon? <laughs> yeah. Yolanda, what wasn't true about that story? Uh, she did not hit Tyler. I, dude, did I knew she, it. Did she yell at him, though? Did she come up and literally physically say... Hey, man. No, she just followed us around, and she was throwing mad dogs like nobody would believe. She, she was the whole time. She just time. assumed that he was an abuser, and that was it. She mm. was done. I think yep. people at Walmart have a hive mind as well, like I said. So I think if someone would have assaulted Ty, it would have been... They had check out people, and they had, like, baggers and the chicken the fucking meat department on their ass <laughs> but stomping his mud hole in someone's ass. I think if you're going to run around anywhere in your pajamas still to this day post-COVID that you have no right to judge anybody. Amen, sister. Yeah, and we were over by the pharmacy so we were nowhere near anybody that we per se knew but and by this point ugh, everybody at Walmart had turned over anyway. There's only like five handful of people that we still know but yeah, no, she was she was not happy. You could tell she was just throwing some mad dogs at Ty and Ty's like Dude, I think I'm going to get, like, hurt. Like, she's going to come after us. Like, Jim Jossels. <laughs> yeah. She was not happy. But, no, she did not come out and hit him. She was not brazen enough for that. Well, she thanks for looking her. out. But <laughs> mind your own did. business at the end of the day, little lady. Right, boomer? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, come hell and high water. Actually, true story. Yes. Wow. True I'll, story. Yeah. I want to put this out real quick for anybody watching this. If you have a haunted story... Uh, please let us know in the comments below about the about the uh, home plate too. I'm curious if there's somewhere home Where plate did, one. Actually, Christine, was it at the one? It was at home plate one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The one. Yeah. In Fort if anybody Morgan. else has seen the little girl ghost in the bathroom at home plate one, we would love to hear. Uh, and here in a little bit, uh, Christine Castle and I are going to do a Halloween special again this year. So haunted stories. If you know somebody, please send them our way. But in the description below, if you do know something about the uh, Fort Morgan. Uh, home plate, man. I'd love to hear more stories about that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And the thing that makes my day happy is Diesel Power Stroke is a true story. <laughs> it's legit. Hijole, a dog. <laughs> arf, arf, arf. You know? <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, Jackson's degenerate brother. He'll, he'll, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jackson, Jackson gets to learn a lot of weird. Degenerate. Did you just hear that, Jackson? <laughs> you know, so. just making sure, buddy. Uh, you know what? Uh, once again, you did not disappoint you. I'm so glad you came back on. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. I yeah, love we, it. We talked Great. about it for a while. Like I said, I've been waiting for 100 episodes to pass to bring people back on for for another episode, and I'm glad you didn't. Tyler will actually be next week, so uh, he's also gonna he's here in the studio today. So. We're going to listen to his side of the story, you know, and we'll see how that <laughs> shit rolls. So, we'll Yolanda, thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you. you so much. It was an absolute delight. Happy to be here. All it's right. Fun stuff. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm generous. Okay. Jen Ned. Generous. We'll catch you next time. Peace.